Are you ready for homeschooling to feel joyful again? Do you want to build closer relationships, remove some of the stress around planning, and enjoy learning with your children? Welcome to Your Morning Basket. I'm Pam Barnhill, a homeschool mom just like you, and I'm going to show you the magic and fulfillment that Morning Basket or Morning Time can bring to your homeschool. Grab your coffee or tea and let's get started. Barbara Cousins is a Catholic homeschooling mom of two living in Carson City, Nevada with her husband of 14 years. They began homeschooling out of necessity in August of 2020, but then they fell in love with the peace and joy that homeschooling brought them. When Barbara isn't homeschooling her kids, she enjoys scrapbooking, watching movies, camping, cooking, baking, and going to Lake Tahoe in the summer. Barbara, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It is so much fun to have you on here. The first thing I want to know is, how do you find time to do all of these things and homeschool your kids? <laughs> well, I'm not sure I do them all at this, you know, very well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the scrapbooking especially has kind of been put on hiatus uh, until actually just recently I'm more, I'm intrigued again to get back into scrapbooking. Okay, so you and I are going to have to talk about that off the podcast because right. <laughs> I used to be a major scrapbooker and just have struggled getting started again. So we'll have that conversation later. But let's start with homeschooling. Can you share a little bit about like how you got started with this homeschooling thing? Because you like you never said like this is what we're going to do when we have kids. Right. It was always in the list of things to do if if anything ever catastrophic happened, um, it was always private school, then homeschooling, and then public school if something ever happened. I never thought I would ever homeschool. It's who I never thought coming. And so then 2020 hit. And I think like a lot of families, we just decided it was best for our kids to be at home during that those first that first year. Okay. And so then you're like, okay, we're going to homeschool. And how did you even get started? Like, how did you know where to start? Did you try to do like school at home or some kind of virtual school? No, we, we decided to just do this, to do homeschooling. And then I went down the rabbit trail that the internet is. And I got, the first thing I did was I found a Catholic online homeschool conference. And so that's where I got, where I saw you first. Um, but it just gave me a little bit of confidence as to what this homeschooling thing was all about. And, and then I, we, I just jumped in and started watching a ton of videos and seeing, well, what is there, what's out there? And then we did order the box curriculum because I didn't know what to do. So I ordered a box curriculum and we didn't know if we were going to keep our kids at home because we thought they would go back to the private school. So we actually used some of the curriculum that they used at their private school. And so school did look a lot like school at home at first. And then I realized this is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so about how long did it take you to go like, yeah, maybe this box is not what we want? About four months because I was just all over the place. Because at the time, I, my son was in fifth grade. My daughter was in third grade. And so I was constantly doing different, well, the same subject, but 
third grade history with the third grader and fifth grade history with the fifth grader. And I was all over the place all the time. And there were lots of tears from me because I, I didn't know. I, w- I thought this can't be right. This is so hard. And I know it's not that hard because there's all these wonderful ladies saying how wonderful homeschooling is. And so, so- there was a big disconnect between what you were hearing other people say online about how much they loved homeschooling and what was actually going on in your home on a day-to-day basis. Yes, exactly. And we, you know, I just, in the back of my mind, I hadn't recognized it until we had decided to actually do homeschooling for real. I was I felt like the principal at their private school was my boss. And so I was living up to this weird expectation that, well, what if they went back to the private school? I got to make sure that they're still doing the same math and still, you know, they're, the standard was still being set. And, and then once I let that go and she, I fired her as my, (laughs) as my boss of my homeschool, things started, they definitely turned around for sure. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how often we have these bosses in our homeschool that we don't even realize are there because you probably didn't wake up every day going, you know, I have to do exactly like this principal is going to be staring me down. But and it was probably just kind of driving you in ways that you weren't even thinking of kind of living up to this expectation of somebody else for your homeschool. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay, so you're doing school at home, you're doing school in the box, you're doing third grade history and fifth grade history, and you're thinking there's got to be something else out here. So what did you do? Uh, Well, I started researching and kind of was hearing this unit study family approach. And so I kind of jumped on that train and threw out all the history and the science that we were doing separately and came together and they, oh my gosh, it was so much fun because we got to do activities together and they, my kids are so close in age that it's okay to, it was okay. And I, I was not thinking that it was okay at first, but then it just, oh, it started to be much more beautiful when we could sit together and do our activities. And I didn't have to read two different histories and two different science you know, textbooks or whatever it was. Okay. So where did you first hear about the idea of morning time or a morning basket? I heard about it during that conference, the Catholic homeschool conference from you. And then I def- I jumped right into the plan your year at, because I'm a planner at heart and it spoke to me. And I thought, if I could just plan it, I'll be good. <laughs> so I planned it. And then I loved the idea of all of the, the Shakespeare and the composers and the hymns and all of that. And, but I, I just was making, wasn't making the connection that you had all of these things. So I just went out and gathered them all myself <laughs> and I have all my full, I still have my folders. They say Shakespeare and art and poetry. And, and I still have little bits in there, but oh gosh, that took a lot of time to put all that together. And then I just felt disjointed because I wasn't sure what am I doing? And so I would just do a little here and a little there. I knew enough that we started our morning time with prayer and a read aloud. That's how we initially started. And then just dipping my toes into 
the actual, what you, what you're offering, it took me about, I think the next school year, then we just dove right in and started really using the plans that you offer because it made it so much easier for me. I didn't have to go to teachers' websites and find all sorts of different things myself. Right. Okay. So you, uh, what was the first set of plans you ever did? Do you remember? I think it was the fall plans in 2021. And oh gosh, the kids, we just loved it. It was so much fun. It really was. I just, well, first of all, we love fall. And so it was great to just dive right in with those and um, enjoy all the things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was fall that we did. Okay. And so they loved the things that you were doing. I have a feeling that your favorite part was the fact that you didn't have to go find it all. (laughs) I didn't have to go find it all. I didn't have to go find anything. (laughs) Your website. (laughs) It was all right there. Are you tired of having to come up with morning time resources by yourself? Are you spending too much time Googling and on Pinterest to find poetry, art, and music to incorporate in your homeschool day? There is an easier way. Introducing Your Morning Basket Plus, the done-for-you solution for moms who want to start their homeschool days with delight. Included in your membership is access to over 50 sets of morning time plans, plus all the new ones we release live events, a community of like-minded homeschoolers, and so much more. Join us at pambarnhill.com or the link in the show notes and start creating a morning time you love today. Talk to me about history and science now. So how are you doing that together? Well, we still use a unit study and it we just sit down and I read it and then we do some activities and occasionally I'll go into the morning time plans and Pull videos or uh, the the uh, book lists are really helpful, and so we start. We'll pull out a book and we'll start re- doing that for our read aloud. Um, I so that's basically it for like history. We use a a unit study. You use a unit study for that, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. And then, what kinds of plans do you find yourself drawn towards? Have you stuck with just the seasonal plans as part of the uh, your morning basket plus? No, I really love all the Catholic plans. So right now we're doing the Lent plans and I've been much more intentional in following the the schedule and then we do the loop. So we'll do all the daily, the prayers, the memorization, the scripture, all of that. We do all of that and then we'll do one or two from the loop. And I've been much more intentional and it's just been so great. I, I'm, that's what I'm really drawn to is the Catholic plans. And then of course we love the seasonal plans. We do the Christmas and Advent and let's see what other ones we've done. Some of the the explorations, we love doing the zoo one because we went to the zoo on when we were on vacation. And when we got back, I thought this was perfect. We can just pull up all the zoo stuff and watch the videos of the San Diego zoo and wait for the tiger to show up. I love that. I love how you're like, you don't feel like, okay, I've got to sit down and I've got to do this whole plan before we can go to the zoo. Or now that we've come home, I've got to do this whole plan. You're like, we're just going to open it up and we're going to pick out the parts that we like and use it to to our advantage. And I think the the Catholic plans are very much like that too. Have you been able to dabble in any of the devotions, the monthly devotions? 
We did the um, communion one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Because I, I remember getting a couple of um, some of the books the and they were just so great. The And my daughter would just sit and read them out loud to us instead of me having to read out loud. I love so, that. Right. She just loves to do, loves to just let me read it, mom. I want to read it. And so, yeah, those have been really great too. It's hard to pick which just which one I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the great thing about being a member is you get to pick and choose from, you know, you don't have to choose. You can go in and choose a little from here and a little from there and really mix and match how you do them. So yeah. let's talk about some of the nitty gritty of what does morning time look like in your home with two kids who are now, how old are they? You've been at it for two years. So seventh grade and fifth grade. Yep. Yep. 12, almost 13 and 10. Yep. Okay. So yep. what does morning time look like on any given day? Well, we do our, our pledges. We, well, we pray. We have some pledges. We have some affirmations. We also do, right now we're doing two read-alouds because <laughs> we had our own read-aloud. And then the Lenten plans, we're doing Charlotte's Web, which has been such a fun thing to do. Oh, I've thrown in. So then we do all of the things that are in the Lenten plans. And then after we're done with all of that, we will do a little bit of grammar with Fix It Grammar. And we're finishing up our U.S. history unit, um, which is bringing us to the Declaration of Independence. And then I have a, a, an entire unit that is devoted to Declaration of Independence. So we're really diving into that. Probably not this year, but next year. Yeah. So even though you're using the morning time plans, you're also using your morning time as a place to put other things like your fix-it grammar and your your unit study for history as well. And just do all of that together as one group. Yep. I love it. I love it so much. So how, what was it like bringing in a fifth grade boy who's now a seventh grade boy into this concept and idea of morning time? Did you have any kind of like motivational struggles there? (laughs) I didn't. He's, he is surprisingly, he is a wonderful, wonderful student. He got lost at the, the private school and we've been able to just hone in his love for learning. And I think he would have lost his love for learning had we continued otherwise. And so he loves it. He gives me a little pushback now, but when I explain to him, it's about our connection to each other, my connection to him, his connection to his sister. He doesn't push back too often. And he, he would probably like me to not have it be an hour and a half, but we're covering a lot. And so it's, I think it's wonderful. And I don't want to I don't want him to go away. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, and my kids are like, and I have a 17-year-old, uh, you know, a one who just turned 16 and then the 13-year-old. And sometimes I get the, oh, morning time, morning time stuff. But then we do it and I'm like, I don't think you guys, I think you guys are just complaining for complaining sake. Like, I don't think you realized if this went away and you had to do all of this stuff on your own, just how miserable your life would be. So So what impact does morning time had on your homeschool? Well, it grounds us. And I liken it to how you warm up your car in the wintertime before you go run errands. So it warms us up. It's 
kind of gets out the sleepy eyes and the, the brain fog from waking up in the morning. And so the, generally I'm doing all the reading and the kids are working. If they're not doing a handwriting lesson, they're doing diamond art or my son's drawing on procreate on the iPad. He, you know, they're just fiddling with whatever. And so that part they get some creativity out. And then I, I just think that they can focus better when the, it comes to the actual tasks of doing school. Yeah, because they've been revved up. It's kind of set the tone mm-hmm. for the day. Yeah. 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 So what is the best thing that you've gotten out of morning time, do you think? It's definitely the connection and the maintaining of the connection and the the fruits that come from the conversations when we're talking about our faith formation and we're talking about the differences between non-Catholics and Catholics and even talking about current events and whatever's happening in the world, we will just sit and have those beautiful conversations that would probably get missed because they're go- if they were at the traditional school, they're off talking with their buddies and we're not privy to some of those conversations. The connection with my son and my daughter is so beautiful. They're best friends. And I love that. That was been one of the things that my husband and I talked about in the very, very beginning. We want to help them maintain a close friendship and be best friends because that's what they're going to have later in life. And it's so important. And it's been so, so wonderful to watch them. They bicker, of course, but they sure love each other. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. And yeah, I mean, even if kids are at home, you know, once you get kids who are teen ages, who are all busy and they have so many different activities and, you know, then then they start working and things like that. If if you don't have a time in day in the day when you all come together and dinner, you cannot depend on dinner to be that time of day. Because, you know, if you have two kids who are working and they're going off to jobs, you know, between the two of them, four or five days a week, you're never going to see each other at dinner. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the connection and it just marks that time in the day when everybody's home. And so everybody gets to come together and still get to have those conversations and and be together for sure. Yeah. So I love it so much. So yeah. Barbara, have you learned anything neat in morning time? Do you consider yourself a lifelong learner? I, I never had that thought before homeschooling, but yes, I love it more than they do. I think that history is lost on, on school age kids because the history has been the, the most fun. I, I just have been really soaking up all of the different parts of early American history, what we're working on now. And, oh, it's been so much fun. So yes, now I am a lifelong learner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so yeah. much. Yes. I love it. Well, Barbara, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, If somebody were thinking about, "Mm, should I try this morning time thing? What would you tell them? Absolutely. You have to do it because it's even in just starting small, like we did at the beginning, a prayer and a read aloud. And it just brings the peace that comes because everybody settles down and they're listening and they, they just get into it. And it's fantastic. It's an awesome feeling for sure. Mm -hmm. So 
Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Your Morning Basket. If you are ready to spend less time planning and more time engaged in learning with your children, join Your Morning Basket Plus, a monthly membership with everything you need to start a morning time practice in your homeschool. To join, head on over to ymbplus.com and I'll see you there.